This is Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives on ReachMD. The following episode is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and the American Gastroenterological Association. Coming to you live from the second annual Crohn's and Colitis Congress from Las Vegas. I'm Kimberly Kearns. I'm a nurse practitioner from DuPage Medical Group from Hoffman Estates, Illinois. And joining me today is my co-chair, Betty White from Washington Gastroenterology. We're here this afternoon to go over some key concepts from our advanced practice provider course from early this morning. Betty, how are you today? I'm good. What a great session we had this morning. I totally agree. I think let's just go over some of those key concepts or key takeaway points from this morning that we had with our session. I guess my key takeaway point has to be communication. I think in every session that we had today, whatever, whether it was from pregnancy or monitoring medication levels or it was discussing psychosocial issues, which are communication is very important. Communication was really the key takeaway point. Communicating with your patients, finding out what their goal is, and really discussing that with them throughout their therapy. I couldn't agree with you more. I think some of the key takeaway points for, for me this morning were a lot about, again, communication between providers and our patients and cultivating that relationship. I think cultivating that relationship is so imperative. Exactly what our nurses and advanced uh, providers do. So, yes, I think that's exactly what my takeaway point was, too. So, starting with the IBD pharmacology, I thought there were some really good points that Ashley uh, talked about. And Ashley really talked about, did a great overview of all the medications that we use, but then also talked about starting with the appropriate treatment and not making patients really earn their way for those appropriate treatments, which I thought was a great point. She also discussed ways of using combination therapy, which I think a lot of people, especially new in practice and new with working with IBD patients, don't really know you know, when and why I should use those combinations. So some good discussion points there. Next, we talked about therapeutic drug monitoring. Oh my gosh. And so reactive versus proactive monitoring, we all know this, but do we do it? And so she actually gave us some good data to suggest why we do this, which I think was very well respected. Also, educating our patients on why we're doing drug monitoring. They don't care about a level. And I loved her analogy about fire and water. That was great. Erin did a great job with that. I totally agree more fire, you need more water. So that was a a great point to take home from her talk. And then choosing the right patient for clinical trials by Michelle Rubin. You know, Michelle's always been instrumental in educating, but this was a different topic for her, but she did a great job. And we really talked about the right patient, the right trial, talking about choosing a patient and choosing the trial that is easy to follow, giving lots of education throughout the trial so that they understand what's expected out of them. And then you have good success with the trials. So I thought that was a good point. Um, and then pediatric IBD update, again, Maureen did a great job with that. And the transition, she gave us some really good tips, and she had some really good um, checklists that we can use, and those will be available on the website later. I think, again, along with the checklist, she talked about how to use those in such a way that, again, the patient is able to communicate what their needs are to us, and then we can help assist with those needs in transition care. And then IBD and pregnancy, Elena did a great job for us, and uh, again, what to do and not to do when you're due. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. Uh, optimizing health before pregnancy, right? Yes. We all know that, but again, how do we do that, and, and why do we do that? Explain that to the patients so, again, they understand if they do become pregnant, making sure they're letting us know what's going on in their lives, when they're ready to become pregnant. Hopefully we're all talking about it before they're pregnant, but we know that some things, uh, those things sometimes happen. And then really I thought the voluntary uh, childlessness was uh, you know, a point that we all have to remember because we want to you know, get rid of those fears for our patients. So they can have children just like anyone else, and really eliminating those fears for them is an important concept that 
you know, I don't think about every day. So um, thanks to Lena for bringing that up. And then we had our effective communication with Great Elizabeth. Lecture. Great lecture. Right. And so Elizabeth actually gave us, again, some good um, resources to use for communicating to our patients. Uh, making sure that we're considering what they've gone through to be diagnosed because really trust is an issue and really um, listening to them and acknowledging that I think was important. Um, she talked about motivational interviewing uh, and actually recommended a book, which I thought was great. And again, that's why we're here. So, and then back to the video, which, you know, we both worked on and we were very proud of. But I think the good thing about that is we brought it back to the patient, which this is why we're here and this is what it's all about is the IBD patient. So it was great to hear their own voices and their own goals and their own uh, fears. Right. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that those take-home points are key on to what, you know, we had our objectives were when creating this course, and I couldn't agree more. Um, now, let's take a look at everything that we've actually did with the course. And now, how do we tell our advanced practice providers that have actually come to the course, how do they integrate that now into clinical practice? How do we bring this home? Right. So I think some of the things that I'm going to do in my practice is I'm going to bring home some of these resources for us to use. And we may not use them all, but we can actually, you know, talk about what resources would be beneficial and that would fit into our practice. Because we got some really good resources today, some very good tips. I also have an opportunity to talk with our practice alone, uh, with the nurse practitioners and PAs, so we can talk about what things, again, we are new and what kind of things that they can use as far as tips in taking their, treating their IBD patients. Yeah. And I think for me too, some of the biggest things about communication, just asking questions, Elizabeth's discussion that she had with us about communication and really kind of clearing everything, going through and reviewing the barriers with the patient and really, really cultivating how we manifest that into great relationships and better IBD outcomes for our patients. Right. right? Optimal outcomes. That's, That's right. What about, That's what yeah. it's all about. Well, I like. I can't think of a better way to close from the here at Las Vegas from the second annual Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I would like to thank you personally, Betty, as being the co-chair as well, um, and we're looking forward to seeing you again next year. Thank you, Kim. You've been listening to Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives. To access other episodes of this series, visit ReachMD.com/foundation, where you can be part of the knowledge.